Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You are listening to the Dope Black Moms podcast. I'm so delighted to have Carson Daly back with us. So Carson is a crypto culture pioneer, a brand builder and artist. And um, just welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much. Happy to be back. Love it. (laughs) Thank you for coming back. And today I just wanted to focus on everything mum to mum and um, anything you wanted to add as mum to stepmum as well. So big question to start off with, what does motherhood mean to you? Well, you know, we talked a little bit about this together. Um, I think it really is just like navigating compromise. You said it best, like compromise and when to, you know, be selfless and when to be selfish and kind of just towing that line or doing that dance between, you know, honoring the parts of yourself that are, you know, contributing to like the healthy dynamic of the home and of the child. And also then, you know, honoring the parts of the child that contribute to the healthy relationship that you and your partner have and the home that you're all building together. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Thank you. It's, it's such a big question to answer. And it is. I, I love hearing everyone's, um, everyone's thoughts on it. So entering the step parent space and entering um, step motherhood, have you had any really bad parenting advice? Really any just bad? Yeah, any bad step mothering advice? I don't know. I think so. I don't know if this is bad advice. This is like probably the only real advice that I got was, you know, from my mom who was like, remember, you know, you're not the cool aunt. Like you're not the big sister. You're not in these roles that you have been in. And I think, you know, that was actually really good advice because it woke me up to a lot of things. But then the parts of that advice that I would say are bad, which my mom hears this, I'm sorry, mom, like, I appreciate everything you've done. But the part of it that is bad is like, you, I failed to like, recognize for a little while, what parts of like, being a big sister or being the cool aunt can come into parenthood and stepmothering specifically, that are like, really fun and cool. And like, you know, for example, I have like, I'm always like, really over the top, kind of crazy and silly and like, doing things for a reaction. And right now, one of my stepson's favorite things that I do is like, if we're listening to a song in the car, like really loud, and the windows are rolled down, like I'll start singing it out the window to passers by. (laughs) And like, it's something that like, every time I do it, my partner is like cringing. He's like, Oh, my God, Carson, you have to stop. But like, my son loves it. <laughs> loves it so much. And like, it's the type of thing that like my little sister loved when I was a teenager and driving her around in the car. And my nieces always loved like these are it's just like as an example, like there are some things I think that you should hold on to 
that like made you cool, the cool aunt and the best big sister that will also like make you the cool stepmom, like the best stepmom. <laughs> I understand. I understand. And with everything you hold in your life, all the the hats and, mm. and all the energy that you have to put out there, what are your go-to self-care practices? And as a mother, how are you protecting these? Because you know how it's so easy for us to deprioritize ourselves mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and, and put all the energy out there, sometimes for our partners and for our children, mm -hmm. that um, I personally find it quite difficult. Even just the basic things of like, I'll get my kids ready and showered and then I'll get ready. So you're leaving yourself yeah, you know, five minutes to pull everything together. Yes, yes. So what what self-care practices do you do you kind of stand by and how do you protect these mm -hmm. in your life? Well, my first reaction, Nina, was going to be wine because wine is <laughs> I will say that is one of the self-care practices which we can't overindulge in when we have, you know, school yes. runs to do and we've got somebody's waking yeah. up at six thirty in the morning. But I would say just like um you know, trust my like best self care is like trusting kind of my gut and like checking in with myself, like, and communicating, like, if there's, if I'm feeling like, especially like stressed out or, or like elevated emotionally, like taking the time to be like, okay, I'm going to just take 20 minutes and drive to the shop, or I'm going to go for a quick run, like I'll be back in a half an hour, or, you know, just checking in with my partner to make sure that obviously like this is the right time to do that and i think he allows me a lot of grace and flexibility to do that because he knows that like i'm very present like when my stepson is home we are like a hundred percent invested in like our all of our attention is on him so if i'm asking for that time while he is here you know it, it is respected which is important and i also understand that that's probably a lot different for people who full-time have you know their child or children home like we you know get to have that kind of flexibility and that communication i think because of our situation of shared custody and because he's a co-parent but um i would say that the more honest kind of you can be the better you know the easier it is to prioritize that time and also just like knowing for me like self-care is like knowing when i'm the one that's gonna like step up where i'm like okay we're getting out of the house today like we're going to this new park that i found it might be complete crap like i don't care if everybody hates it but i need to take the lead today <laughs> like that's self-care to me is like i'm the leader so yeah it probably is different for everybody but for us you know i i think it really works to just have good communication and and to know when, you know, to fall back and when to take charge <laughs> and wine and wine. Yes, and wine and wine. <laughs> I think just chuck some wine on it. I think um, what I also heard there is, is you are really connected with yourself. Yeah. Because there are some moments where you're so in the moment mm -hmm. and um, you're so connected to your child's needs that sometimes you, you, you can't kind of check in where you're at. You, yeah. you know, when sometimes you might hear your child in distress or just everything feels a little bit more painful or more intense or more yes. yeah. uh, more triggering than normal. And it might be because your resources are down, but it's yeah. hard to kind of remember that in the moment because you're in the moment with them. Mm -hmm. So I think that's really nice that you, you yourself are just kind of checking in because if, 
you know, if our cups are full and we're fully rested and we're um, we're we're working on a hundred percent, then everything feels a lot more manageable. Um, so I think I think that's great. I think that's great. And I, sometimes I can I find that really difficult to do. I can kind of feed into the hysteria of everyone <laughs> feels like lots of manic panic when actually like. If I had just taken five minutes earlier in the day, I could have handled the situation on the ground a little easier than just definitely kind of joining in with the hysteria. Definitely, um, definitely. Do you have any life hacks, any mum hacks, gadget? I know we've mentioned wine, coffee, <laughs> um, just things that you need to get through your week. Any apps? Um, so not so much self-care practices, but just like I need this gadget this thing this something this drink anything that that you can't live your life without you can't that you can't get through your week without okay well this is gonna sound like might sound a little like woo woo to some people and it's not necessarily a gadget but like, i love woo woo okay love it. good love it. i <laughs> find that like me understanding my family's birth charts is like key mm. to my like I know like what my my partner's like big three zodiac signs are like I know what my stepson's big three like I know mine like I know how where I'm like oh he's just being a Gemini like he's just being a Got you so you know what energies you're working into you mean yes yes exactly and like in particular like so my partner is a, an earth sign I'm a water sign and my stepson is an air sign and together so like these three this like huge elemental I'm like oh god forbid we have like a child that is like a fire sign together, like our house is going to be insane. But like, I can understand like where these energies are all working. And like, it kind of helps with those, those moments that you said that are like manic panic, like we all three react so differently. And I kind of know, I'm learning how to like anticipate what the like, drop off moment is or kind of what that like fall down is and when things get too heightened and all of that so like that is my kind of hack is like i said a bit woo woo but like understanding everyone's like personality according to the stars and, and the moon and all of that like is really helpful for me it helps to make sense of it all like we all have our our vices that we swear by right our resources I think that's great I think that's really grounding and and, and to anyone listening that if it may sound woo-woo I think on the ground you're just saying checking where everyone's at yes before exactly. what, what you're kind of walking into and if there were if there are any other clear ways to do this yes exactly I, I don't think necessarily, you know, that woo-woo. I think it's great just to check. Are you are you okay for this right now? I think it's great. I think exactly. that's a really nice thing to to check in. Thank because you. then it kind of saves the um it saves the disconnect, doesn't it? And maybe saves the hurt or the pain when you're trying to have a conversation, you're in one space and somebody else is kind of completely on another plane. Like, you know, get, there's gonna be clashes and there's gonna be disconnection and there's gonna be friction there 100%. so if we could all you know I totally get that I totally get that um do you think you can have it all and what does having it all look like for you 
Oh, such a good question. And I was actually talking, I had a guest on my podcast, Sunny Abada, who we were talking about this and kind of the consensus or the conclusion that she and I came to is like, it's, I, you kind of can't have it all. Like you, I think yeah. as, as a woman, like besides motherhood and like being a mom, like the way that society is built, like in our experiences of, as women differ so much, but like, even still, like we will work so hard to still only get, you know, pennies on the dollar or percentages or only go so far. So like, it is for me, like when I then put like motherhood into it, like I've, I've come to this conclusion that like, what does having it all mean to me? Like, like you've asked, and it is just like, kind of having freedom to choose, like knowing how I want to spend my time and knowing who I want to spend my time with like that and being able to do those things like that is having it all to me. Like I think in my life I've, I've done different things. I've been on different paths. Like before I moved to England and, you know, became, you know, in a, a deep like committed relationship with my partner and became a stepmother, I was, you know, closest to what I thought having it all would look like, you know, I had launched my own company, I had multiple clients, I was making more money than I kind of had dreamed of in my life. I lived in a beautiful two bedroom apartment on the east side of LA that I paid for and lived in by myself. Like, I thought I have it all. And yet I felt so empty inside. And mm -hmm. I was like such mm -hmm. a shell of myself. And I had no time or space for myself. And I you know, in the moments that I had time for myself, I felt like my behavior was destructive. Like I, I was self-sabotaging, like whatever I am, like emotionally, physically, spiritually, like it just wasn't a good place to be in. And now like I, I feel like then I thought I had it all, but I really had nothing. Like the things that I could, the things that I had were things that were tangible, like or a bank account or a car apartment, like now having it all is like that I just, I get to garden if I want to garden, I get to mm -hmm. work, I get to work on my work and my business when I want to do that. And I get to set boundaries around when I don't, you know, I get to become really good at Nintendo Switch golf, because <laughs> I know that I know that it's impressive to my stepson. And like, I want to be able to play with him and win prizes with him and do these things that he loves to do. Like, this is having it all like getting to wake up and go for a drive to get coffee with my partner every morning, like before either one of us kind of embark on set, starting our day, like this is having it all to me. So, you know, just have to think about like, what having it all means. It's no longer like family and husband and car and career and house like these are just big random buckets and that don't really mean anything unless like you fill them with the things that are meaningful. Does that make sense? I'm like going off on a tangent. No, no, it does make sense to me. And I, and I like the bucket analogy. I always think of it like, um, you know, when you've hit rock bottom and, yes. and I think we've all been there where you yeah. may feel like you're on the bottom of a, you're on a bathroom floor or just circling the drain. Yes. Like it's, that, that's it and I think from that moment if you were to take everything you had in your life put it through a sieve and see what what comes back mm. those are the things that are important to you that yes. is your all you know yes. those are things you want to protect and it may not look like what you thought it was mm -hmm. what you thought it would look like but um 
those are the things. And it, and it usually is the little things, isn't it? It's usually Definitely. the little moments. Definitely. And, um, but having the luxury to choose what those moments are yes. rather than the things that we may have grown up thinking. I totally understand. Yeah. I just want to um, say one more thing on that, that like mm. this was like a revelation that I had a couple months ago. You know, when I, like I said, I, I kind of stopped working. Like I, I stopped working as much like because I, I couldn't adjust to like from leaving LA to being here like it was just a hard transition. And, you know, there were a few months where I was kind of waking up every day and walking around the house like pretty rudderless and thinking like, I'm so like, what am I supposed to be doing right now? Like, what am I doing? Like, I'm, I'm going from the bed to cleaning the kitchen to putting away the clothes and like laundry and poking my fiance to see what he's doing. And like, maybe going outside for like, I was like, this is so I just felt like, is this mundane? Like, is this boring? And one day I was thinking about it. And I was like, if I had, if I was like in LA, and just waiting for the next time that you know, my fiance was going to be able to fly to LA and meet me or we were going to be able to meet in London or New York, like, I would dream like I would long for this life that I have right now. Like I would just, I would wish I would be thinking like I would give anything to just like be with him in England and just kind of, you know, going with the flow and like enjoying the day. Like once I realized, like once I realized that, that like I have the life where if I had the opposite of it, like I would be dreaming about the life that I have that's when I was like, Oh, my God, like, I 100% have it all. <laughs> that, you have it all. You yeah. have it all. And and it's just re- redefining what that means. I think, I think what's important for us is just to check in. I, I, I have another question on my little, my little hot lips, my little yes, sheet. I'm um, saying, you know, what question, well, what question should we ask ourselves each year, or maybe every quarter? And I think it is just checking in with, what our goals are, what we're what we're looking mm. to attain, what um what what where we hold our meaning because you you probably had it all for a while, mm. you know, mm. you just hadn't hadn't understood that. Um, yeah. and it's just checking in on where those goals and you know, we're all we're all human, we all make mistakes and and we're allowed to change our mind, we're allowed to change our goals, we're allowed to change the goalposts, we're allowed to redefine constantly. Yeah. I think we have to, you know, it's constantly fluid, it's constantly evolving. So I think that's really nice of just kind of checking in and just thinking, what is it? Because like you said, if you'd written that down on paper, you'd realize, oh, I'm already here. Like, let me just sit back and now start enjoying this rather yes, than sitting, I'm like, okay. kind of thinking something else. I've done it. Yeah, no, exactly. I know. I just sometimes think that we 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 don't do that enough. You know, we mm-hmm. kind of because you were there. You were there. You 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 had been there. You were in there right now. That's what it feels like. This is it. You know. So um, I I I'm a big believer in kind of either asking yourself you know, a few set questions each year, every quarter, every three months, what, whatever it, whatever it is, whatever kind of goalpost you want, because every time I do this for myself, most of the time, I'm like, oh, I've already, already done that. Didn't, didn't realize, you know, <laughs> exactly. And um, I, I think that that's been quite transformational for me. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. It's something that I've been thinking about too. Like, you know, I keep saying to like, I've said it to my partner a couple times, I've like said it to my therapist. I'm like, I, you know, just hope that I don't ever forget these times. Like I don't ever forget. like, you know, my love story, even with my partner is like, we always say it's so fantastical. Like when we 
when we stop for a minute to think about like what we've done together, like we'll be like, oh yeah, remember that time we did this? And then like the following story is like just the craziest, most romantic, like wild whirlwinds, like, you know, earth moving, like romantic gesture ever. And I'm like, oh, I just hope I don't forget those things. And like my therapist said to me, she was like, well, why, why hope you don't forget them? Like, just start writing them down. Like you Mm -hmm. can remember them. Like, what do you, like you have control. And I think like when I, when you said like, what are, you know, those check-in things, like this was a big one for me where it's like, okay, yeah, I actually have 10 or 20 minutes or, you know, it can be five minutes and we two minutes in the day to just like write down something that I remember, like a story or a time or an experience. And it can be from the last couple of years, like it can be from 10 years ago, it can be from your teens, your early 20s, whatever that is. But like, you have the power to do these things. Like there is not like, there's only you can hope for a lot of things. But like of all the things that you hope for, like how many of those things do you actually have control of? Like probably actually a lot of them, (laughs) like you can Mm -hmm. do it. Mm -hmm. So this is like my thing right now is that I'm like kind of, you know, realigning myself with like that I have so much agency and control in my life and I don't have to hope for things. Like I can just do them or make them happen. Yeah, and you you can choose to fixate on the things that you don't have or the negative things or you can choose to fixate and remember all the positive things it 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 is a choice and I know it's difficult and I say this intellectually it's easy but you know on the ground in real time it's really difficult but we we can choose like you said just to focus on all that we have I I totally understand and um I think it's just training isn't it? it's just retraining yourself and um the ritual and the intention, the practice of just doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, w- when you sat there and did that for yourself, you're like, oh, I'm, I'm actually there. I'm, I'm, you know, exactly. I'm, where I, I'm where I wanna be. I just didn't realize it. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Just- to all mothers, stepmothers listening, anything you'd like to say just from the journey that you've had um, with your mothering journey, any yeah, any, anything that helped you through this, um, anything you wish you'd known going, anything you wish you could hear during the hard times, just anything you'd like to say? I think, you know, what I would say, like, kind of my life raft is for myself or, like, what this, like, guiding star is for myself is, like, beyond the, like, the responsibilities that are, like, you know, safety, security, stability, like, health and happiness that, you know, you provide to yourself and to your family, like, I have kind of, I'm in, like, an era uh, or, like, a chapter of, like, really leaning into, like, my silliness and, like, my playfulness in a way that, like, you know, sometimes it it just sometimes makes me feel really stupid, but like a lot of times is really freeing. And it Mm. allows you to like, kind of, it is a like, you know, unearthing and like healing and revealing of all these things. And it just makes life easier. So I would say like to kind of figure out like what, what era do you want to be in? Like, and how does that match with like the era that your child is in? Like, because you end up reflecting each other and like feeding off of each other. Like my stepson is 
starting to become like so over the top like dramatic in like a comical way like it's almost like a bit he's doing where he'll be like I gotta tell you something and like tell says it with the most dramatic face and tone and then we'll tell you like the silliest and stupidest thing ever but it's like just makes you laugh and so for me like right now I would say I'm in like my silly era so maybe like for other people it might help them figure out like well what era do I want to be in and like how is that like complementary or expansive to my child or my fa- the the different eras that my that my family is in so hopefully that thank answers you. the question <laughs> yeah thank you Carson and thank you again for just being so open and sharing with us and where can we follow your journey where can we find everything that is going on with Carson oh thank you so much I feel like I've been talking to my to a big sister like it's like a warm hug (laughs) like a warm motherly hug I love this um you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Carson Daily you can also find me on my own podcast called the Carson Daily Show uh, which also has a channel or its own page on Instagram at Carson Daily Show Amazing. And again, thank you, Carson. Thank you so much for sharing and for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Love to come back anytime. <laughs> we'll stay in touch. Dope Black Moms. If you'd like to join the Dope Black Moms private Facebook group, please search Dope Black Moms on Facebook. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Please follow on all socials at Dope Black Moms. Thanks so much for listening. 